in a crude laboratory in the basement of his home. Welcome to the CEO Rita Podcast. It's your host, John Mayetta. Welcome to the weekend edition of the podcast. If you like our podcast, please leave us a review at Apple Podcasts. Subscribe while you're there if you haven't already done so. Check us out at techtoday.com, our sister publication. Tech Today is where we cover technology, the capital markets, corporate governance, entrepreneurship, leadership. Visit us also at CEORadar.com. CEO Raider is the only anonymous platform where employees, customers, and institutional investors may anonymously rate and or review companies and CEOs. And for the weekend edition today, I wanted to talk about entrepreneurship because we haven't done so in, in some time. And I wanted to talk about football, professional football. I wanted to talk about the return of the XFL. For those of you who remember the first iteration of the XFL some 20 years ago, iteration 2, XFL 2.0 is going to happen in 2020. And for those of you that don't know, the XFL was a professional football league that was founded at the turn of the century by, it was sort of a joint venture between World Wrestling Entertainment, WWE, Chairman and CEO Vince McMahon, and NBC. And they pulled the plug after a few short weeks, and you know, it just suffered poor ratings. They slapped the league together pretty quickly. The quality of play wasn't great. I don't know how much diligence at all, uh, if at all, they put into trying to identify quality talent across North America uh, to, to play in the league. This iteration is going to kick off in, in 2020. And sort of the theme for, for today's podcast is, as an entrepreneur, having the courage of your convictions. You know, we've talked about that before. And it applies not just for entrepreneurs, but especially for entrepreneurs. If you believe in something, if you believe it at your core, then just because iteration one didn't work, it may not be that your core value prop, your core thesis is wrong. It just may be a function of uh, the approach may have been off a little bit. The service delivery model may have been off a little bit. The user experience, the user interface, you know, if it's a technology company. Maybe it's just as simple as tweaking the UI, maybe changing the, the branding a little bit. Maybe you're not emphasizing mobile enough. Maybe a business should be one that's really mobile first. Could be any one of a number of things or a combination of things is, is more likely. But it doesn't mean that your initial thesis was incorrect. So don't get discouraged if you roll out a product or a service and it doesn't have you know crazy traction coming out of the box. You know, it may just be a function of time. You need to be out there for a while, for a number of weeks and months before people start to, to find you. There's a lot of noise out there in the world. Could be that once they find you, uh, you know, maybe you don't get traction for some of the reasons that I just mentioned a moment ago. So the XFL is, is a, a good example, I think. The value proposition, the core thesis being that Americans want to have an appetite for professional football in those months when professional football isn't being played. And in version one of the XFL, you know, it was sort of a sideshow. So the quality of play wasn't great. The XFL had a, a big crossover effort with World Wrestling Entertainment, where some of the different uh, wrestling characters would cross over to the XFL games and participate in sideline interviews and things like this. Vince McMahon himself was a, a bit of a character and was out in front on TV with a lot of the stuff, not so much in an announcing role, but sort of tongue-in-cheek, playing a little bit his, his character that he plays in, in, in World Wrestling Entertainment. So a combination of a, a number of different things led to its its downfall. This time around, 
the approach is going to be very different. The league won't launch until play won't launch until 2020. Um, it will have eight teams in the league, all owned by uh, the XFL. So it'll be a single ownership entity. The teams won't be franchised like in the the NFL. But in terms of approach, very different. It'll be more about the quality of play. And I, I listened to there was a, a press conference that Vince McMahon held with um, with sports media and with a handful of sell side analysts on the on the call. And so quality of play will be number one, and then number two, you won't see any of the the crossover type stuff between talent at WWE and, and the XFL games. Vince McMahon himself will take a a role in the background. He won't be out in front at all. They're going to hire hire football people so maybe a guy like bill polian who's out of the nfl i believe but is still capable of advising as an example and bill's name wasn't dropped on the on the call just as an example so you could expect to see people with football experience whether it be nfl college football whatever the case may be uh experience people People with operating experience in professional football, college football, so on and so forth, will be running the league, not WWE executives. So that's a major difference. And then uh, the thing that I think that's going to be most interesting is, and McMahon talked a little bit about it on the conference call, the league's going to try innovative ways to present their content and leverage the latest and greatest technology platforms. So maybe combination of, in terms of the delivery of the product, network TV, over-the-top networks, and then in terms of the production of the games, handheld cameras, you know, various angles, you know, in, in, interactions with um, social media platforms, behind-the-scene looks, things like this, but really leveraging all the, the various media platforms, media, social media, traditional media, new media, to, to, to deliver this content to viewers so that they may w- sort of watch it anytime, anywhere, on-demand access, if you will. So I think that's... That's probably the biggest difference between this time around and 20-something years ago. I mean, even just, geez, you know, the, the way content is presented today is very different from the way it was presented even just, you know, five years ago. You know, Twitter was all the rage five years ago. Now now Amazon owns, uh, rather, uh, Instagram owns social media. And so as an entrepreneur, I think McMahon deserves credit. He had a very public failure the first time around. There's no guarantee that this second iteration of the XFL will work although the probability of it working is much greater, given that I think McMahon has probably learned a, a, a lot from the mistakes made the first time around. And then obviously, sort of another thing that's working in his favor is the appetite for fresh content, particularly live sports events. And now you have all these platforms that have a thirst for content, whether it's Facebook, who, by the way, I, I think we had talked about on this podcast, is getting into the NFL in a in a big way i think they're, they're going to spend a, a, a billion this year on licensing rights they've hired some executives so that's just sort of that effort's getting off the ground but they recognize the value of live sports at, at facebook you would expect the amazon to participate in a big way in, in live sporting events you know liberty media is there in a smaller way with uh with f1 racing but they recognize the value of live content it's just capital that's probably holding them back Apple. You'd fully expect Apple once they they jump into media with both feet that their original content effort will be complemented by live sporting events. And so, you know, the the, the balance sheets of companies that want live sports contents uh, are multiples larger 
than the companies that played in media 20 some odd years ago where you know back then viacom disney were probably you know the, the, probably the two the two biggest it was largely the studios that that benefited from from content of any kind we didn't have these these massive social media companies and platform companies that have tens of billions if not hundreds of billions on the balance sheet and live sports is at the top of their list in terms of preferred content i wouldn't be shocked to see mcmahon sell the wwe I think the enterprise value is around two billion at the moment, and given what I just said about the appetite for live live sports, live entertainment, particularly sports, and the WWE sort of fits at the nexus between sports and entertainment, you would think he could sell that whenever he wants. But I believe they're only maybe three years into their effort where they rolled out, they eliminated their pay per view business, rolled that into a over the top subscription network, and you would think you know the number of users the number of active users that subscription revenue base is only going to grow over time so why why sell the appetite for that type of content is only going to grow and the value of his company separate from that phenomenon is going to grow as subscription revenue grows but not to get too much off point but i digress i wanted to stay focused on having the courage of your convictions if you believe in a particular value value proposition don't give up on it just because it didn't you know it didn't catch fire right out of the box. The fact that something may not catch fire right out of the box is probably largely to do with other things at the margin, not the, the core thesis. Be well.